When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Monday, July 11th. I was going to say June, but it's July 11th, and futures are way down. Well, I shouldn't say way down. Um, Let's see. NASDAQ's down almost a percent. Dow's down a half a percent. S&P's down 0.7%. Russell, down 0.75. So you had kind of an up week last week. This week, eh, not so much. Um... By the way, I'm going to mention this on Twitter, TrendSpider, your market scanner. I would like it if when I push scan through, it showed up at the last one that I did because I do, <clears throat> I like going down in this list, but I'll mention that. Again, I've been kind of scanning here all morning, looking for some opportunities. Boy, do I have some. Um, but one of the ones, we'll get right into it and we'll go into our strategy tester with the algorithm. Um the market's going to be down. Um, one of the things that I like, um, Halima Croft was on this morning, and she says the only overhang on oil right now is the recession. Nord Stream, and I didn't know this, by the way, Nord Stream Pipeline 1 is down until July 21st with uh, maintenance, and the fear is that uh, Russia will not put oil back in uh, when it starts up uh, on July 21st. That will probably trigger a lot of the West prices, um, WTI specifically, um, maybe the Ice Brent, but it'll, it'll cause it to go up, specifically Ice Brent, because that's the, um, the, the Europe. So it, it should start to go up. Um, she thinks the Russians have, will become more aggressive in December when the sanctions take effect. I think that's December 21st, somewhere around in that neighborhood, December 5th. Um, and that, that the recession fears will then just be a forgotten past because supply will be the main issue. Right now, supply isn't the issue. So what do you have a cross up today? Uh, I have two oil stocks for you in particular, and we'll take a look at our regular ones. UCO uh, had a cross up at 39.18. Uh, on Friday. Uh, remember, I, I don't usually trade UCO uh, on this one. Um, you know, MACD cross up. Let's see what the, the performance chart you made 88% um, on the algorithm, 409% with buy and hold. But again, I don't, I just don't buy and hold this one. Um, the, the best one that you had was actually back in December 22nd. If you bought this, on December 22nd, UCO, you would have ridden this all the way up. Um, and, and by the way, the algorithm was late in getting you out. It got you out March 15th with a 75% gain. But if you bought this at 19, uh, you could have sold this all the way at do, 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 do 50, which is more than 100% gain. What, 110, 120? Um, but 
The algorithm got you out late, 75%. That's kind of why I don't like necessarily trading it on the algorithm. Now, the RSI is down at 43. This is again on the four hour. The MACD hasn't been this low. So uh, I don't particularly expect this one to, uh, with recession fears, oil is not a huge, um, you know, it's a commodity. So commodities with recession fears are going to get traded down. So I, I think you trade this one. Um, in my mind, I think, you know, it's trading down today at 37.79. You're seeing prices at the pump start to come down. I think 19 cents in the past two weeks. Well, think about it. In the middle of June, you were at $150 per barrel. Beginning of June, say. Um, now you're in the middle of, of July and you're at $100. That's a 30% decrease. Have we seen prices come down 30% from where they were at the beginning of June? Nope. There's obviously a tailwind to this. Uh, but at some point, you know, gas stations are like, hey, we've got to make money. So uh, I, I think, again, oil, I think, is still your play. Ironically, uh, I did a scan for, uh, for the last 14 days on Wall Street Bets. And USO, uh, United States Oil Fund, uh, this is what the UCO is a triple levered on this one. But USO also had a MACD cross up. So <clears throat> there's your oil, uh, our traditional ones. Let's look at Devon. Uh, Devon Energy, uh, you don't have a, you had a cross up on, doo -doo -doo, it looks like July 7th. So Thursday, 53.21. Uh, let's see, where are you at right now? Uh, Devin is at 53.45. You're trading down. Again, if you can get this in the low 50s, I think it goes back up to 60. Um, Oxy, I posted a um, more insider buying from, uh, from Warren Buffett and, and trust in Buffett. Uh, so Oxy's trading at 59.30. It's under, it's under 60. I think this was 60-something. Um, let's see, CLF, their earnings are coming up. I've, I've said, Hey, buy this one. It's continued to decline. Your, your, your Mac, your MACD is still over the strike line, uh, which is ironic because it's just hovering there. Um, but the price is going down. Um, the, the RSI is at 39. Uh, let's see where it's trading right now. CLF is trading down 1524. Again, if you can get this with a 14 handle, I think that's a bottom. Uh, it, their earnings are coming up uh, next week, July 21st. The overhang on this one is going to be commodity prices, or I'm sorry, inflation. Did their costs go up? Did it shrink their margins? If that happens, you're going to see this one probably go down. And, and the the bottom floor on this one I see is 11. Um, you know, put a stop loss in here uh, somewhere around probably I'd say 12, 12 or 13 dollars if you buy it in the 14 range. Uh, maybe lose about 10, 15 percent. Uh, you can put a stop loss in at 5 percent if you'd like. Um, but I do think that that with earnings, this one's a risk. Uh, again, with our algorithm, the the position over uh over a hot, uh, what is it a thousand candles, so five hundred trading days. Um, you, in the algorithm, you made one hundred and fifty two percent just buying and holding. You made one hundred and sixty two percent. So it's about a ten percent difference. 
The average win, 16%. The average loss, 6%. I think it's a, a good thing. And again, you're at 1695. You're already losing money on that particular trade. 1695 is where the algorithm got you in on June 27th. You've been holding now for almost two weeks. Hasn't gotten you out. It has not gotten you out. Um, so you'll have an opportunity to get in here, typically on these, where it, it holds. A good example is right here, um, September 24th. And again, I'll post this one so you can see it. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs, September 24th, 2021. It told you, the algorithm told you to buy in at $20.76. Um, it continued to go down to about $19, $18. Looks like the low was about $19.55, $19.60, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, you went through October. You went all the way up until the earnings, which was October 22nd, which was a good earnings play. Uh, and then you sold it for an 8% gain. But right after earnings, you could have sold it for something in the close to a 20% gain because it went up to $26. So, I'm sorry, that's a 30% gain from 20 to 26. So, you know, do I think you have an opportunity here? I think so. Um, you know, and that $20, again, you could have bought it at 19. Uh, this is almost the exact kind of play that, that you're seeing right now where the MACD just kind of hovers here. Um, so it, it's kind of, you know, again, different time, different day. You're not guaranteed, blah, blah, blah. But if you're, you buy this at 14, do I think two years from now you're upset? No, you could hold on to it for a while, I think. Uh, again, this is an iron ore company. It's a commodity company. It's not. It's not. It's, it's going to be something where if 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 the U.S.'s economy is is going good, this is the only one in the U.S. So they're going to continue to produce. Goldman Sachs. We had a cross up on this one. And I said under uh, three hundred. Buy it. Three hundred dollars and fifty cents. Uh, the Mac, it hasn't gotten you out, but that was on July eighth. So that was Friday after. I'm sorry, Thursday Friday morning. Um, Friday morning, we had a MACD cross up. Their earnings are coming up this week, July 15th. Um, I, again, bank earnings are always kind of, uh, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Don't exactly know. Um, the play on Friday was TQQQ. This is not the play today. Uh, I think you'll be able to, again, you, you're in this one at a buy in at 2341 back on July 5th. So you've been in in a week. It's at $27 right now. Let's see what it's trading for in uh, pre-market. It is at $27.28. So even though the, the, the futures are down, this one's still trading kind of in the range that it opened. It closed at $27.89. Um, $28.31 is the high um, uh, from Friday. So it doesn't seem to have a lot of pre-market kind of movement here. It's just kind of going down, going up. Um, the, the, I, I'd, the, the, the VWAP is at 27.24. So <clears throat> again, you're trading just above the VWAP on this one. Um, I think it's an opportunity for you, TQQQ, uh, for the days where we're going to see a pop. Maybe that's next week. Um, let's look at Tesla. Tesla, do we have a MACD cross up on Tesla? Because Elon Musk is out of buying Twitter. We did have a MACD cross up last week, 701.76. If 
But the RSI's right now at 63.72. I'd say get the hell out of this stock. It's 7.52. You've got earnings coming up next week, July 20th. Um, I think you're going to see some some downward pressure on this one uh, with the earnings because he's already said, hey, um, uh, Berlin and Texas are just sucking money out of our company. <clears throat> they missed on their deliveries. I think you've got an opportunity to take some gains on this one and, and get the hell out. Um, that's just my opinion. I've sold half of my, uh, at 750, I sold, it, it triggered. I sold half of my, um, uh, my position. Uh, no, I'm sorry, quarter of my position is what I sold. So, uh, Boyle, uh, I think that was the one. Did we have a MACD cross-up? Yeah, last week we had a MACD cross-up of 4470 on Boyle. Let's see where Boyle is right now. This is natural gas, triple levered. ETF, this is not one that you want to buy and hold, although this morning you're at 52. And remember, that, that MACD last week, July 7th in the morning, uh, Thursday, 44.70. And you're at 52 right now. It's a nice almost 20% gain right there. So Boyle's a good one. Uh, PXD, remember I said this is one that is trading for seven times. You had a MACD cross up at 217.97. Um, I've got a, a ton of money in, in energy right now. I'm not looking to get into it. Um, but PXD, you do have, oh, let's see. Why did that stop? Um, let's look at PXD again. My quote window's not coming up on Active Trader Pro for some reason. I think you're at 215, somewhere in that neighborhood. Again, 217 was the uh, MACD cross up. And that was on July 7th. So, again, you have an opportunity here. This is a, a cheap uh, company with a good dividend. Um, Oxy. Let's see where Oxy is. Uh, Warren Buffett went back in. Did I already go over Oxy? Yeah, you're in at 58. Selling at about 50, 59 right here in early morning. Fang is one that I like. Um that one, you had a MACD cross-up at 118. I said on Friday you had a MACD cross-up, and it's at 118.28. Let's look at where it's trading this morning. Um, I think 115. 113. <clears throat> it's trading at 113. Uh, Ex-dividend date is, doo -doo -doo. well, you've got earnings coming up on August 1st. That MACD is way, way down there. The RSI is at 41. Again, energy sector's getting killed. Um, boil is one. Natural gas is going to go up. Um, I, it's just a matter of time. So let's see. Uh, COVID update. And, and by the way, this is going to be a long podcast because, again, I had all weekend to read news and stuff. COVID update. Um, uh, Gottlieb was on and he said, uh, essentially, the New York Times ran an ad. Uh, I think it was a, um, uh, an editorial saying that COVID's coming back. And the B5 variant, according to Gottlieb, is spreading. Um, New York Times said COVID isn't over and fall may be a bad um, omen for us in that COVID comes back. <clears throat> I don't think you'll see lockdowns in this country. I think you're going to see lockdowns in Europe. Uh, I think you're going to see lockdowns in China. Uh, this B5 variant is not as bad. What Gottlieb's suggestion is, if you haven't had a um, vaccine shot this year, he said, get it. I personally have not. 
personally, I think my last vaccine uh, shot was November. I will most likely get another vaccine. I've got some work coming up uh, in stadiums, um, uh, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Pasadena. So I'll probably get a vaccine shot just to be safe. Again, the vaccine, it's not going to prevent me from getting it. Uh, I'm smart enough to know that, but it does help my immune system fight it. Uh, I'm a Moderna guy. And how do you trade this? Well, Moderna, you trade it around 150. So under 150, you buy it. Over 150, you sell it. Right now, the RSI is at 81. Um, I wouldn't buy this one. It's at 176. I've been telling you the MACD cross-up was what at 132. You've got earnings coming up on August 3rd. This is a hype play. Um, this is a, the, the, again, Bansell Stephanie Stefan um, is the, he's the CEO. And this is, this is a guy who's been selling. He just sold on July 7th, $8.4 million worth of shares. Um, he sold on July 6th, $6.3 million worth of share. Now that's super, super small for his, he's a billionaire, uh, in ownership of this stock. So he has not essentially, he's selling almost 10 to $15 million per week. Um, his largest allotment was, I think it was way back when, um, yeah, he's been selling Anywhere between five and ten million dollars per week is what he's been selling. Um, Juan Andres, who is uh, another director in the company, he's been selling huge allotments um, of well, I shouldn't say huge allotments. These are for uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So to the normal folk like you and I, these are huge allotments. Um, but you go all the way back to March and. Um, uh, Bontel Steph, he's selling about $10 million per week. All the way, I mean, I'm, I'm all the way back in December and I still see him selling. So there's not one purchase in this stock. Uh, so in my mind, that says trade it. Don't own this one. There's no uh, dividend on this one. There's no reason to own it long-term other than these pops. The algorithm performance, 352% versus 130%. Your average win on this one is 30%. Your average loss is 7%. Over 1,000 candles, you have 25 possessions, 11 wins, 14 losses. But I would not trade this one right now. I would kind of stay away from it. Um, Novavax, let me look at that one real quick. NV, uh, NVAX. Yeah, this one's kind of the same thing. The algorithm June 17th was buy at 40. Uh, the RSI is at 80. It's at 76. You've almost doubled your money here. Um, this is more of a European kind of vaccine play, but it's crossed up on the 200. I wouldn't trade this one. Um, I think mRNA, again, the, the vaccine doesn't mean much to Pfizer. Um, uh, PFE. I own this one. I own a very small amount, $5,000 worth. Um, June 20, 22nd was a buy-in at $49.28 to $53. So it was just a matter of time before these came back. You've got earnings coming up um, on uh, July 27th. 
you know, again, the, the, the vaccine payments mean more to Moderna and Novavax since they don't have the big drug um, inventory that Pfizer has. So I think that's the way you uh, trade around that one. Uh, the week ahead, we've got Monday here. John Williams from the Fed speaks. Um, he's been bearish, so you might expect today to be a down day. Uh, in that respect, I would play uh, SQQQ, SPXQ, and SARK. Tuesday, Thomas Barkin. He's been slightly bullish, so tomorrow you might see an up day. In that one, I would play the TQQQ. Uh, if today's a down day and you see TQQQ going down, buy it. Buy it, because I think tomorrow you see an update. Wednesday, we have June CPI report. Thursday, jobs report. Uh, we're going to see an up and down kind of week. Uh, to that point, if you've seen, I posted a chart of um, SPY. <clears throat> and you go back to December, and you've seen two kind of bottoms. There's what's called a double bottom in December. You go into January and you see double bottoms, right? Going into February. You go into March and you've seen two double bottoms. Um, and you go into April, which was a pull-up. And then in May, just a complete loss of all April gains. And then two double bottoms. And then you go June and July and you're seeing two double bottoms. So you're seeing this one pull back up. Now, I, I think. Um, there, we're going to see uh, do, 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 probably a situation where uh, you're going to see a pullback in this market. That's just kind of, you know, a, again, if we look at historically um, these double bottoms, they're, they're the near term uh, double bottoms. My guess is that on the SPY, you get up near probably, I'd say, Maybe we've already hit the the run, but earnings week, eh. Again, the, the RSI is at 57. You're in no man's land right there. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at the pre-market here. I've got uh, GBTC down 5%. Uh, Bitcoin's pulling back. The ARCs are down 1% and 2%, um, probably because of their Twitter kind of uh, exposure. Yeah, I've got all red except for Tesla, which is up. And that's because of the Twitter situation. You've got Exxon down 2%. Um, you've got uh, Square down 1.5%. Snowflake down 1.5%. So uh, with that, if you're afraid of, eh, what, what are you afraid of? Um, there, there's a couple of ETFs that I posted to. Uh, Steve Wags Invests posted this. Uh, U.S. total stock market. Um, 10-year average rate of return. Uh, this is uh, Vanguard, VTI, which is one of the most uh, held because it's super low cost. Uh, it's a total stock market. You had a MACD cross-up on this one of 189. Now, the performance over 1,000 candles on this one, this is why, uh, you know, again, buying and holding in something like this is good. Trading is not. Uh, what does the algorithm tell you on this one it just tells you a good time maybe to get in um but the algorithm has a performance of eight percent whereas buying and holding gets you nine nineteen percent over the last thousand candles 
Again, you're up 19% over the last 1,000 candles. Think about today's market, and you're up 19% in today's market with this VTI. VTI is a great, if you want to just go to sleep at night and not worry about this. Now, mind you, over this period, um, this is a 10-year period, I probably have an average yearly rate of return, average annual return, AAR, uh, of around 30 to 40%. Uh, VTI is 12%. Uh, C-H-8-C-S, or I'm sorry, S-C-H-D, which is Charles Schwab, total dividend equity, 13%. Um, V-O-O, which is another Vanguard S&P 500 one, huge, 12.92%. So while I have a 30 to 40% gain per year annual rate of return, these have about half. But what do you get with these? Peace of mind sleep. Again, um, if you have an issue where you're losing sleep over some of these investments, I talked with a friend this weekend and, uh, she's like, you know, I I, even like a hundred dollars, I can't stand to lose five and $10. She goes, it just stresses me out. Well, maybe you're not a trader. Um, you know, if it's going to stress you out and you're going to lose sleep, do I get stressed out? Absolutely. Freaking lutely. Every time I'm in one of these trades, if I'm in a day trade with UCL, if I'm in a day trade with uh, Uvixi, if I'm in a day trade with TQQQ or SQQQ, and again, I day trade those, I don't care if my lot size is $100. I don't care if my lot size is $20. I don't care if my lot size is $50,000, which I've had before. I get stressed out of my mind. And sometimes I do lose sleep. But when I start losing sleep, I get out. I take my profits and I move on. Or I take my losses and move on. Remember, you've got to tax, invest smartly in regards to taxes too. If you've got a loss and you're losing sleep over it, if it's in a tax-free, a tax-deferred account like an IRA or a Roth IRA or um, you know, a health savings account, um, then don't worry about it. Get out of it. I'd say get the hell out of it. My health savings account, I have zero invested right now. I got killed by the ARC funds, took losses. Uh, I think it was worth somewhere in the neighborhood. The total account was worth, I think, about $18,000. Today, it's worth about 16000 I had too much stress, sold out of it completely. I haven't reinvested that money. I've got it on the sidelines. Um, in fact, that's why I posted this uh, VTI, SCHD, and VOO chart. I might look at those for my uh, healthcare savings account because getting in and out with those smaller dollar amounts, it doesn't necessarily interest me. Um, getting in and out with the five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar lot size, that's typically what I like. So, again, when I look at the, those three, I posted that one and I like that one. If you're nervous about the market, those are fantastic, fantastic, um, you know, uh, uh, ETFs that, uh, the, the long angle, again, long angles, a high net worth group that I networking group that I'm in, uh, a member of. Uh, if you want to look longangle.com, I think is what it is. Let me see. What is it? Long. Yeah. Longangle.com. Um, you can look at that. If you want to join, hit me up. You got to have um, $2 million, I think. Yeah, 
Um, it's a great group of people, unbelievable group of people. I, I, I look at the community that they describe and holy crap. Um, I, there's no way I should be involved in this group, but I am involved in this group. These people are way smarter than I am. Um, I, I'm actually shocked, but longangle.com, uh, and, and one of these, these v, the VTI and VOO are huge in this group. Um, they are typically, when you see people in the stock forum talk about uh, VTI and VOO, these guys have made their money either in um, entrepreneurship, uh, where they buy and sell businesses, or uh, they have a family business, or um, uh, real estate. Real estate's big in this group as well. And so they'll invest in those types of assets. But in the stock market, they're a little less likely to put their money to work in individual stocks or in risky assets. Like even the ARK funds are considered risky assets, um, as we can see with their 80% drawdown over the past year. <clears throat> so uh, VTI and VOO are huge in the long angle community. So yeah, long angle. I was just listening to CNBC. I'd take a drink of water and I was listening to CNBC and Andrew Sorkin said, there's a brilliant New York Times article that appeared over the weekend about democracy in uh, playing out in a small town in um, New Hampshire. And for those of you that don't know New Hampshire, their license plates say live free, um, die something, I forget. But it, they have a Republican governor who I'm a big fan of, I'm not 100% Republican. I consider myself an independent, but uh, I do like him, Sununu. He was on uh, CNBC a bunch over the pandemic talking about how both parties were crap. Um, and yeah, both parties played it. Uh, by the way, Uvixi is up at 1338. I would totally expect this one. The VIX is at 26. Uh, it's up 7% today. <clears throat> Uvixi is up about that much. It's it uh, closed at twenty twelve ninety nine. Uh, it's opening up thirteen forty. Um, it's got confirmation above the nine day uh, and the twenty day right now. So um, let's see. It's on the five minute. If I were to trade this one right now, yeah, it's got confirmation on both. I'd buy it at thirteen thirty eight here. <clears throat> I'll write down that I bought it at thirteen thirty eight, but. I'm not trading right now, so um, let's see. We're going to look at DRV, the short of the uh, real estate market, because we were close to a MACD cross-up. You're going to have a MACD cross-up today on this one, I think. Yep. DRV, $49. Let's see. Uh, where is it trading in pre-market? Forty-eight ninety-one. It closed forty-nine sixty-two is the high from last Friday. It's opening up. It looks like about forty-nine sixty-one. Um, I would fully expect this one to continue upwards. Again, the last trade on this one um, was at forty-four dollars, and you sold out with a six percent gain. But God, you went all the way up to sixty. <clears throat> Again, if you buy this one around forty-nine dollars, you only have to make fifty-five. Um, to make your 10%. So, uh, I, I, again, I think this one's a good one. The algorithm does not really work on this one. The algorithm 
minus 54% versus minus 68% buy and hold. Uh, part of the reason is because, again, you are in a bear market for 1,000 candles. Remember, this is two years, and this is a short fund. This is not something where you buy and hold it. But real estate, God, look at the open houses that were advertised this weekend. I talked to my buddy here in Atlanta who's a real estate agent. Real estate's dead. It's dead. I mean, you know, I shouldn't say dead. It's dead. If real estate was actually alive um, uh, in the previous, uh, you know, two years, three years, which it was, you're on life support right now. It's not dead, but you're on life support. Um, now, what's interesting about this seasonality-wise, um, let's look at this one. We're going to go seasonality-wise, and we're going to go all the way back to July 2009. Monthly, 0%. You, know, you haven't won in one July uh, for DRV. <clears throat> I think we're breaking that trend. I think this is a year where we break that trend. Um, but you started July, let's see, July 1st, you started July at $50.82, you're at 49 right now. Uh, do I think we're going down to 44 Huh? I think you get hit on this one. Uh, CLF, we went over, let's look at Zim, some of our traders. We haven't gone over these in a while. Uh, Zim, you had a MACD cross up here at 43.64. The RSI is down at 41. Um, let's look at Zim. Shippers have been hit because, again, we have an inventory. If you haven't been out to a, a retail store of late um, and, and seen rollback signs uh, in Walmart, if you haven't gone to Target and seen all the sales that's going on, it's crazy the amount of sales that are going on. You've got Prime Day this week on Amazon. Um, all of the retailers are hitting up Prime Day to kind of do sales with them. So, uh, by the way, the Dow Jones turned down 183. The NASDAQ is down almost 100 in implied open. So it's continued to go down. Uvixi, again, uh, what is Uvixi? 1333. I think I said 1338. But uh, shippers are going to be hit hard by probably not people bringing things in. So you're at... $44 on the bid on this one. Um, the MACD did cross up. Not a big fan. They, they did have that huge dividend one time. Um, Zim, their earnings come out. They, don't, they just have passed their dividend X date, uh, and it's been in a rock slide ever since. Their earnings come out 8, August 16th. Um, again, there's been some, some optimism around this. DAC Deneos. Corporation, you just had a MACD cross up on this one as well. $60, the RSI is at $40. Um, the MACD is crossing up. $60, bucks, their earnings are coming up August 1st. Uh, UPS, which is another shipper that I like. Uh, FedEx announced their earnings. Um, you had a MACD cross up June 22nd on this one in the afternoon, $176. You're trading at $185. Um, their earnings are coming up in two weeks, July 25th. Um, you know, do you get back to the 200-day? Let's look at the daily on this one. Um, daily. Uh, 200 days trading at about 198. Probably could. Uh, I think there's better opportunities for you to make money. This is more of a stable pattern. 
Um, if we run the algorithm on this one, the per performance of the algorithm, you make 72% versus 60% buy and hold. The average one is 8%. So it's not a great stock to kind of trade on this one. You don't make a ton of money. Uh, let's look at FDX, which is FedEx. They've already announced their earnings. They had their ex-dividend date. Um, you're out of this one. This was out with a 4% loss. You're trading at around $230. The MACD is about to cross up, but it's above. I wouldn't expect this one. There's a big gap here between 219 and 203. Um, I'd expect this one to kind of move back a little bit. Um, but supply chain tending, you know, they're going to need to ship in for the holidays. So that's what the, all of the sales are, are for now. Uh, the retailers over-ordered. Uh, the supply chain was backed up. All of a sudden, they get all of these deliveries, and now they've got to make room for the holidays. So they're selling. Gene Munster was on, uh, on CNBC on Friday. He thinks we've hit a bottom in the tech giants. Meta, Google, Amazon, and Apple. He thinks earnings will be okay. Guidance will be weak, but he thinks that's priced in. Uh, most of these are trading above their 50-day um, moving average, which is a, 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 a bullish sign as they get above their 50-day. Um, when I look at Apple, which again, for anybody that's maybe new, by the way, welcome to all the new uh, listeners, <clears throat> but uh, Apple is a significant portion of my uh, portfolio. Uh, I am f recording this on an iMac. Uh, I have uh, AirPods in my ears. Uh, I'm sorry, I have Bose right now, but I run with AirPods. I have an iPhone. I have an iPad. Um, I have an I, the Apple Watch. So I'm fully invested in the uh, in the ecosystem. The only thing I didn't get was uh, uh, the AirPods Pro. I think they're called the over-the-ear ones <clears throat> at $500. I got Bose for $300. I like the sound of these. They're wireless. Um, there's some advantages, some disadvantages, but one of the big ones is that I can plug this into my, um, blue Yeti mic that I record on, uh, and the Bose. So I have Bose, um, but, uh, Apple, your RSI is at 57, your MACD's crossed up already. Um, let's see, let's run this. You had a buy <clears throat> on Apple June 22nd at $134. By the way, performance chart on the algorithm, um, 56%. Buy and hold in Apple, 47%. That tells you we've been in a bear market with this one. Um, let's look at Amazon. Amazon is above their 50-day moving average. Uh, 112 was the buy-in here on July 5th. You're trading at about 115 right now. Um, let's look at Google. Uh, again, G-O-J-O-G is the one that Google buys back. That's the one I've been recommending. G-O-O-G-L is the one with voting rights that I particularly have had in, um, in my portfolio. In fact, I think I still have it. Let's see. Yeah, I have G-O-O-G-L. I've made the mistake. When I did the analysis, G-O-O-G actually outperforms by about 1%. So if you're buying and holding... I'd say G-O-O-G. You have a split coming up July 18th next week on this one. The algorithm said buy here at 2290. You are at um, 
2400 right now. So you've made your, what, 10%? I think you made 10% on this one. Um, so he thinks that they're priced in. <clears throat> uh, oh, and by the way, let's go over this Twitter stuff. So there's a, uh, it's moving to court. They, they, you know, Elon was tweeting all weekend. You'd be out of Twitter right now with a 2% loss um, if you got out Friday. Um, if you're, you're still holding on to it, my, my suggestion, kind of hold on to it. I think there's a floor here around 33, 34. Um, do I think it's going lower? They're going to announce earnings here on July 25th. I think this is going to be a hype play. In my mind, I think they come out with something spectacular uh, against Elon. Hey, we've got a court case. We've got a billion dollars. He's going to be held to buying this one at 5420. Uh, that CEO better come out and hype the hell out of this thing. There's a gap up here between 40 and 44. Um, interesting theory that I heard over the weekend is Elon wanted to sell some of his uh, Tesla shares. And that was well known. He wanted some money out of the Tesla shares. Um, is it possible? And, and, and just saying, the possibility exists. Is it possible that Elon wanted to sell at $1,200 per share? $1,000 per share on Tesla, but not say that Tesla was overvalued. And he finds a way. Again, this is a smart guy. Hey, I'm going to buy Twitter, so I got to fund that with my Tesla shares. Uh, Tesla takes dip, not because of the stock, but because Elon's selling it. Interesting theory. Um, but, you know, Elon unloaded billions of dollars of shares uh, and it cost him very little in valuation on Tesla. Um, you know, if he had to do it again, um, I think he'd probably, eh. um, one of the things there's, uh, and I'm not a member of CNBC pro and let me, let me kind of tell you guys, thank you to the supporters. Um, I kind of tweeted out and I mentioned, you know, the last time if you go on to anchor.fm slash Daily stock pick. Uh, I think that's the the anchor dot fm um, dot fm. Oh, if I could type slash daily stock pick, no s daily stock pick. Because when I started this, it was just one stock that I was going to give. There's a support button, and if you press that support button, like so many people have done, thank you first of all to everybody who supports the podcast. But if you press that support button. You can give me whatever you want. Think of me as your bartender with uh, stock picks. Um, you can give me one-time support. You can give me monthly support, whatever you want. But thank you to everybody who supports us. Um, the, the reality is Jim Cramer, who you guys know, uh, inverse Jim Cramer, has been doing so much better in making money, um, charges you $600 per year for his advice. I don't charge you a damn thing. If you want to give me money, if you made money off me, eh, consider me your bartender. If you got a $5 drink, you give a 20% tip of a dollar. Typically, that's what I do. Think of that. So if you made $1,000, maybe throw me a couple hundred bucks. Might be nice. Um, but uh, again, I want to say CNBC Pro uh, had a, um, an article, and I couldn't read it, but it had an article about how the ARC charts, ARK charts, 
are uh, turning around and have bullish signals. Well, uh, Arc F, and I'm going to go over the four that I own and the four big ones. Arc F, buy in July 6th at 1677. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy this. You're at 1698 right now. So you're a little bit high on this one. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy this one. I think your low of $15 is probably um, in the cards because, again, the RSI is at 57. The MACD is kind of up. These have had some decent runs. ARC F has not because they're in PayPal and Square. ARC G has had a great run. Uh, Buy-in, June 21st, I said $30 looked like a floor. $30 it was. You're at $37. There's a nice 20% gain. Arc K, you just had a buy-in here at 44.78 on July 6th. Your RSI is at 64. I would not buy this one right now. Um, you know, do I think that it's got 50 in the cards? I don't know. I mean, 40. It's trading at 46.48. If you bought in at 44.78, I probably get out of this one. Arc W, um, 53.97 is the buy-in. Your RSI, though, is at 6051. Um, I Again, I, I think these may have gotten their, their run. I think you're going to see it open up a little bit. Um, uh, yeah. So, sorry, I got distracted by a text. But, uh, again, the ARC funds, there was a CNBC Pro article about it that they look like they're headed for a breakout. Uh, I, I think these are determining factors on earnings. If earnings come out, and oh my God, if, if earnings, you know, hey, uh, Microsoft posts, we're going to make a ton of money. Well, because of uh, currency devaluation, I don't think they're going to say this, but we're going to make a ton of money. You, you, know, you know who said we're going to make a ton of money in the second half? Target. They're going to get rid of their inventory and they're going to make a ton of money. You know, MACD cross up here. On June 16th at 144, you're at 147 right now, um, 147.45, you're down. We've got this huge gap here between 167 and 210. Do I think you're going to 210 by the end of the year? Probably not. Do I think you're going back up to 180? Probably. Again, Target? Who doesn't go to Target and spend 100 bucks? Um, that's who's kind of, you know, making it up. So do, 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 do. let's see. We've got some cross-ups to go over. And sorry, I've been going on for so long. Uh, I did a cross-up of recently viewed Peabody Energy. Cross-up, $20.89. Um, BTU is the symbol. Um, this has access. Uh, Peabody Energy, $20.50 in pre-market. Uh, let's see what their FinViz profile says. Uh, BTU, <clears throat> their forward PE is three, um, no dividend, Peabody engages in coal mining business in the United States, Japan, Taiwan, Australia, India, Indonesia, China, huge, huge company, um, the last upgrade, Jefferies, uh, hold to buy from $25 to $36 is their price target, you're at what, $20? That's the latest upgrade, um, October. That was just June 7th, $25 to $36 is their target. Um, performance year to date, 
107% performance year to date. Um, in one year, 111%. The $12 stock trading at 20. Uh, again, you had a $20.89. The RSI is at 47. You had a MACD cross up. Volume's kind of picking up. Their earnings are coming out on July 27th. I think you see this one run into earnings. Again, they're going to probably post a huge earnings. EGLE, Eagle Bulk Shipping. You had a MACD cross up here on Friday, 44.77. The RSI is at 31. This is just a beaten, beaten down stock. Their earnings are coming up August 4th. Again, you had a, a MACD cross up. SBLK, another shipper. Uh, and again, shippers have been beaten up. Cross up 22.46. Um, you were all the way down at about $20. But 22.46 with the uh, RSI is 38. You've got their earnings coming up August 4th. Again, a MACD cross up. The, the algorithm on this one performs 91%. Buying and holding gets you 248%. The average win on this one is 12%. The average loss is 5%. If we go back to, let's look at a weekly, because again, we want to look at pre-pandemic. If you go back to uh, February 2020, this was an $8 stock and you're trading at 22. Um, EGLE, let's look at their Finviz profile. Um, I'm sorry, SBLK is what we want. <clears throat> SBLK. Do, do, do. Their PE is five. Um, dividend is 29%. Is their dividend X date already gone? Let's see. Um, do, do, do. Dividend X date was June 2nd. So it's gone. But looks like it happens right after their earnings. So you could get in here and then have them announce some huge earn, uh, dividend and boom, you know, could play that one. That, that's a possibility. Um, NTR. What is NTR? I guess I looked at this one. Nutrient. Ah, this is a uh food play for uh fertilizer. Seventy six thirty is the the RSI is at forty. The MACD cross up seventy six thirty. This one has not performed very well. Average win though is eleven percent. Uh, the algorithm gets you nine percent versus buying and holding gets you one hundred and twenty six percent. And by the way, the buying and holding is just because this has been a volume play. Uh, you had your dividend on June uh, June twenty ninth. Your earnings are coming up on August third. Uh, I don't know that I'd play this one, but uh, one that I might play is uh, Hewlett Packard HPQ. You just had a MACD cross up of 32.13 on this one. I think it's going to be trading around there. Let's see. HPQ is at 31.69 pre market. Their earnings are coming up on August 25th. The dividend X date is around September 12th. Um, let's see if I have a dividend X date. Uh, 10, 10, 5. 10, 5 is their dividend X date. 3% uh, dividend. Um, again, this MACD is kind of down there. The RSI is at 41. This is an interesting cross up. Now the, the algorithm performs poorly against buying and holding, buying and holding, you make 82%, uh, performance chart with the algorithm at 18%. Again, over a thousand candles. Am I upset about making 18%? Hell no. 
You had 24 positions, 9 wins, 15 losses. The average win, though, was 10%. I think that you could see this one start to win again. Um, and again, it really depends on where these, this earnings week goes. If you want to play this one, I think you could buy this one at 32. Um, the last time, let me look at the daily. The last time we were in the 20s on this one, which is where I would probably put my stop loss at 29. Um, did we hit? It bounced off of 30, $30.01 on July 5th. So it's been kind of moving upwards in that direction. Uh, I think I'd probably put a buy-in today at, do, 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 I'd say thirty-one, $30.99. <clears throat> Maybe try that, $31, $30.99. I think you'll probably hit it today. Um, there's a gap here that hasn't been filled between 32 and 33. So if you buy this at 31 and their earnings, they kind of say, hey, we've had a good earnings period. Um, you know, again, the earnings has been going really well. It's just the fear of recession that's killing this one. Um, let's see, HPQ. But I do like this one. This one's kind of like, remember how I told you about Oracle? Um, how I thought Oracle would go up? This is how I feel about this one. Um, the July 5th, the, the, there's downgrades. Um, Warren Buffett bought into this one a, a little while ago. The last um, four kind of uh, things, it's all been downgrades. So they're, they're again, downgrades, but the, the target price is 43 to 36. You, you go to 36, you go to the low end of these, uh, these downgrades. And, um, you know, again, July 5th, what you should know. Um, HP closed the most recent trading day at 3154. This is from July 5th. Uh, investors will be hoping for the strength of HP as it approaches its next earnings. On that day, HP is projected to report a dollar five per share, which was re represent year over year growth of five percent. Um, uh, recent changes to the analyst estimate, these recent revisions tend to reflect the evolving nature of the short term business trends as such positive uh, estimate revisions. Reflect analyst optimism. Well, shit, you look at FinViz and there's no analyst optimism here. Um, there's a Motley Fool article where will Buffett be, uh, Buffett's uh, HP stock be in five years. This is kind of like Oracle in my mind. You could play this one for a nice move from about 31 to 34, maybe even 35. Get your 10% and get out. You know, get your dividend, 3% dividend on September 13th. Again, I, I like this one. This is part of the arc. When I did the way I found this one, I did a market scanner in TrendSpider for all the arc holdings for most recent uh, MACD cross ups. There's another MACD cross up that I did uh, for Amex oil industry, um, the American exchange. And this is uh, $100.22 for Hess Corporation. H-E-S-S. Did they just have, their earnings are coming up July 26th. If you th don't think that a, an oil company like Hess isn't going to, um, they're an energy company, $100, they're trading at $98 this morning. Um, you know, it, again, they just had a MACD cross up at um, uh, $100. $100.22. The performance on the Algo, 
over a thousand candles versus 115%. Your average win is 12% on this. Again, your average win is 12%. That has a lot to do with the most recent run up. Um, let's see on Finviz, uh, Hess Corporation. Their forward PE is 8.54. The most recent um, downgrade put them at uh, Citigroup, uh, buy to neutral from 126 to $100. Prior to that, they init- uh, Tudor Pickering initiated covering at 93. Prior to that, in March 31st, uh, Mizuo upgraded them with a buy from 76 to 94. Uh, Hess Corporation Exploration and Production Company explores, develops, produces, purchases, transports, and sells crude oil, natural gas liquids, and natural gas. This will be huge. Exploration and production and midstream. Again, their earnings are coming up. If you, I'd say buy it under 100. Uh, get it under 100. The RSI right now is at 41. Um, the chart on this one, uh, for a five-minute chart, Bollinger Bands are picking up. It hasn't been this low. Um, let's see. Let's do a five-day. Yeah, you're up. I mean, you know, do you go down to 93? Perhaps that's where you were kind of last week at that point. So, but that came up. Um, Tot mentioned Wall Street bets. I did this scan. Uh, Red Redbox. RDBX, they just had a MACD cross up at $6.23. This one traded all the way up to $18.20 on June 13th. The the volume has been huge. This one is beaten down. Now, is it beaten down to where it was prior to its complete run up? Nah. Um, But this is just a hype play. Uh, RDBX, let's see. Let's see if they're getting some pop in the pre-market because of this MACD cross-up. Uh, nope, $6.09. The algorithm says $6.23. So this is a day trader one. Uh, USO was the other one that came down. Uh, SPXU, let's look at these. Uh, did we get a cross-up on SPXU? This is a triple levered uh, S&P short. Now, you'd still be out of this one. The MACD doesn't look like it's crossing up. But on these days, you can day trade this one. You can day trade this, SPXU. Let's see, TQQQ. I think, you, I think we discussed this one. You did have a cross up. Yeah. Uh, SARK. This um, is the inverse of uh, ARKK. You'd be out of this one. Doesn't look like the MACD is crossing up on this one. So. Um, there you go. Rather long podcast today, but I think I went over all of my notes. So if you have any questions, hit me up. I think I'm over an hour today. Okay. That's it for today. Talk to you tomorrow. See ya.